Hello, uh, Matt Gorner here, just uh, making my way up to uh, Cobley's little flat here, and uh, we're going to see if we can um, elicit a, uh, a little secret podcast out of him for uh, for doing Christmas, you know. So, uh, here we go. Hey, how you doing, Cobley? It's been a while. <laughs> I'm doing all right, Matt. What are you up to? Oh, just thought I'd uh, swing by, find out what you're doing. I can see you're ironing your oven mittens there. Yeah, I'm Very ironing my, nice. I'm ironing oven mittens. What's wrong with that? Well, you know, puts me in mind of food. Good old food, eh, Cobbly? I love me a bit of the old food. What is it with food? Sometimes some of it's quite nice. Sometimes some of it's not so nice. Matt, what the fuck <laughs> is wrong with you? You sound like a shit comedian. What do you want? Oh, you know, just thought I'd catch up with me old mate Cobbers. Are you trying to record a secret podcast? No. I told you I'm not doing any of these fucking things again. What's no. that under your coat? Uh, oh, that, um, oh, that, that's just, um, for my me- medical, uh, condition. It's for my, my spleen. Hmm. I need to have that attached to me so I don't have a, a, a spleen attack. Looks remarkably like that 70s recording studio that we used to record our podcast last year. It's a novelty one. You know, like how you can get covers for your mobile phones. And why have you got a microphone sticking out the top of your jumper? And why are you holding a microphone to my face? Oh, oh, um, well, it's a prank. Go home, Matt. It's a practical Go joke. Go home. Okay. Let's have a podcast, listen to a Christmas. Here is a Christmas, listen to a Christmas. Christmas podcast, podcast, Christmas, 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 Christmas. Season's greetings and happy Christmas. Hooray! The song you've just been listening to is uh, Thanks for Christmas by XTC. And uh, this is Matt and Cobley's podcast. A very special Christmas episode of Matt and Cobley's podcast. Yeah, a very seasonal episode. Starring me, Matt, and from Matt and Cobley's podcast. Yeah, that's pretty much everything you've achieved in life. Yeah, I think that's good enough, isn't it? And uh, yeah, just starring you. That's what it says on my IMDB. Anyway, Merry Christmas, mate. Merry Christmas, Cobbly. Did you have a nice Christmas? It was alright. It's never very interesting, is it? Christmas, the act of Christmas. It's kind of boring, isn't it? Mm. Nothing actually happens on Christmas Day. You've been great, everyone. Thanks for listening. (laughs) See you next time. But yeah, it was average at best. How about yourself? Well, I mean, I was drunk for most of it. But then again... Much like the rest of the year. Yeah, well, um, I have been drinking um, petrol continuously since uh, the beginning of December. And, uh, well, now I'm onto the hard stuff, so it's worked out perfectly for me. (laughs) The hard stuff being... The hard stuff being... (coughs) 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 Sorry. I'll show you later. It's a kind of miracle of medical science (laughs) that I continue to live. I think to be honest you'll you'll be dead by next Christmas, Matt. <laughs>
Well, drinks. I thought I'd best be festive for this episode of the podcast, really. I can see you've decked out your uh, little apartment with a balloon. Yeah, it's a nice Christmas balloon, isn't it? It's good, isn't it? You've written Christmas on it in felt-tip pen. It's good. Yeah, it was cheap. Well, those are the best kind of uh, decorations, though, aren't they? Yes, the, the ones you make at home. The homemade ones, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah it yeah. shows a real spirit of Christmas. It does, it? it does. Um, and it's got a sentimental value as well. Oh, yeah, has it know. been in the family for... <laughs> Has it been in the family for a long time or something? The Cobbley family heirloom. Yeah. Or heirloom? Old great-grandpa Cobbley first uh, crafted that balloon. From his own skin. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, that was a bizarre way for the conversation to turn. But the main reason, I think, is that we can't really think of anything to say about Christmas. And that's sort of the point of this podcast, isn't it? Yeah. It's generally nothing happens, so we're going to try and... Fill some of your time with some things that vaguely pertain to Christmas. Mm. I think we should probably broaden the the topic a little bit so that we're kind of covering the Christmas period as opposed to Christmas We'll broaden day. it, right? We'll broaden it to include every other day of the year as well. <laughs> yes. Yeah, and we'll still yeah. struggle. <laughs> mm. Mm. I think we should tell anecdotes as though they happened around the Christmas period, but actually it was just some other point yeah, in the year that. of our lives. Good way of doing yeah, it. Yeah, I think we should do that. Yeah, yeah. Do do you remember that Christmas? Um, think of a thing, think of a thing. Guy Fawkes blew up the Houses of Parliament. Yeah, yeah, that happened at Christmas, didn't it? Yeah. Yep. That old Guy Fawkes, eh? The big Christmas bastards. The Christmas bastards. <laughs> oh, it's Christmas, I'm a bastard. It's Sweet. Christmas, I'm a bastard, and I'm going to blow up David Cameron. Yeah, he had a real problem with David Cameron. I didn't like him very much. No. He had a funny voice, though. Ooh, where's me bombs? Put fireworks up me bum. That's I it, that was just practically his catchphrase. Not quite how it went, but still. It's a Christmassy catchphrase. Well, I think it's one of those stories that gets distorted over time, isn't it? He had a reindeer. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't think he used it for, like, uh, sleigh purposes, though. Mm. He sort of, uh, he rode it, he rode it into the, into the Houses of Parliament with his fireworks. Yeah. And, like, throwing them at David Cameron. Take that, Cameron! Oh, I'm on a reindeer! <laughs> and then rode out. Yeah. Right. The big Christmas bastard. <laughs> Christmas bastard. Big Christmas bastard. <sighs> well, I'll tell you what, though, Cobbley. <laughs> the thing with Christmas, <laughs> well, have you heard this? It uh, comes earlier every year. <laughs> Here this year, it's, uh, it's on December the 24th. <laughs> Matt, you're doing that shit comedian thing again. Oh, no. Yeah, I need to cut that down. It's like an illness. You can always tell because I start going. (laughs) It's really weird. Anyway, to keep things jolly, Mm. um, I thought I'd cheer you up because I know you're a very miserable man. (laughs) I thought you everyone's favourite curmudgeon. Yeah, curmudgeon. Yeah, we've all got our own way of saying it. Curmudgeon. Curmudgeon for people with frail nipples. Sounds like some sort of product, anyway. <laughs> Dog pissed on your carpet? Use cummogen to mask that whiff. When Grandma died, I had her embalmed with new cummogen. <laughs> Brought the sparkle right back to her face. It was like she was still alive. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you're bringing back sad memories now, Cobbly. Sad memories of Christmas past. <laughs> Where are we going with this? Nowhere. We're going nowhere. Anyway... Merry Christmas, Cobbos. Open it, open it, open it. Oh, Matt, why have you got me a present? It's like a... 
like I heard people on the radio giving each other presents, and I thought, I have to copy that for the podcast. Thanks. No worries, man. Look at it. Oh, great, Matt. A skateboard. Yeah. Great. You always wanted a skateboard, right? Yeah, when I was about six. Well, how old are you now? <laughs> that doesn't matter. I don't know. I've not got you anything, Matt, but oh. you can you can have one of my cushions if you want. Oh, brills. Let's have a look what's in this one. It's feathers. Yeah, it's just fluff, but oh. you can have it. It's yours. This is the best Christmas ever. Yeah, you can wear it as a hat or something. A Christmas hat? Yeah. Although, as long as my dad doesn't see me wearing it. Oh, yeah. He doesn't like, he doesn't like Father Christmas. No. No, he doesn't, does he, Matt? He's scared of Father Christmas. Yeah. I remember the the first time that I, I learned of your dad's weird thing about Father Christmas. It was oh, yeah? around Christmas time. Yeah, it was years ago, absolute years ago. I, you know, I'd have been what thirteen, fourteen, or something like that. And I came round to get to bring you your present. Mm-hmm. It was snowing. It was a beautiful scene. You know, the snow, the snow yeah. around your house. I remember that. Do you remember oh, the snow? Christmas Day. I yeah, remember the snow. snow. Anyway, I came knocking. <laughs> knock, <laughs> I came knocking on your door, and um, I just heard this. Fuck off! Fuck off! It's quite an accurate impersonation. It is, it is. And I thought it's a bit strange. He gets really agitated though. He gets like... Because not only does he fear Father Christmas, he finds the idea of Father Christmas offensive. Well, he, he, Matt, he, so, he, he leaned out of the window with a shotgun yep. and started firing at me. Yeah, I don't know where he got that gun from. <laughs> Ironically, it might have been a Christmas present from Mum. <laughs> it's a... Christmas miracle that I'm still alive, really. No, I don't. I don't think you, you, you'd have been safe, probably, because he would have been aiming for your your groin. <laughs> Cheers, mate. Lad banter. We're just a couple of lads being being lads. But yeah, he uh, he got into a little bit of trouble as well because of that. Like a couple of years back. Oh yeah. There was this bloke, like a supermarket Santa, one of them ones that you get the kids going up to. Poor You've bastard. Seen them. Mm-hmm. I said, poor bastard. Oh, I thought you said, I'm bored, Matthew. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, well, I am bored, Matthew, but, you know, carry on. In the middle of my brilliant story. Fucking carry my on. My brilliant true story about my dad. <laughs> yeah. Um, so he sees this bloke, and it's like the red mist descended, and he fucking went for him. <laughs> and, uh, you know, he's now banned from all branches of Asda. It's even more funny, because the guy that dresses as Santa Claus only lives down the road from you as well, so he keeps, like, yeah. cowering whenever he sees your dad. Yeah. It's kind of awkward. Did a bit of time, didn't he, for that? Yeah, yeah. He's out now, though. So, how did you discover that Father Christmas isn't real? Father Christmas isn't real? He's not real, I'm sorry. But who puts the presents under my tree? It's your dad. <laughs> who sets fire to me clothes at night? <laughs> And punches me till I'm unconscious. Yeah, that's the same bloke. Same bloke. Sorry, sorry mate. <coughs> anyway, sorry about that. I don't know what happened there. So, um, it's a bit boring, really. I just used to lie in my bed excited for Christmas mm-hmm. on Christmas Eve, obviously. <laughs> and um, <laughs> you'd be excited for Christmas any day. You'll no, you know. no, just Christmas Eve. Yeah, for me. But yeah, I'd lie there in bed. And uh, I could just hear my parents wrapping presents. I like the fact that they wrapped them the night before. <laughs> they did. And um, just one one day, I, I would have probably been about nine, I think I said to them, Mum, does Father Christmas not exist anymore? 
<laughs> I said they're covering up for his death. <laughs> it's <a> conspiracy. <laughs> like Paul McCartney. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he died. Father Christmas is dead. You know, all those backwards well, messages on Christmas songs. The, the clues were all there. <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, so I, I said, Mum, does Father Christmas not exist anymore? And she said, no, he doesn't exist. And that was that. The dream was shattered. And she said, don't tell your sister. And, and I told my sister. Oh, right. So you, were, you weren't going to be complicit in the... It doesn't um, fucking exist. That noise, the that wrapping presents noise on Christmas Eve is them fucking wrapping presents. Or can I be your sister in this scenario? Yeah. Oh, no. Um, I am sad now. I am Cobbler's sister. Is that, is that all right? It was a bit... Yeah, it was all right. Yeah, thanks. You're better, actually. Better than... I do a better impersonation you of your sister than your sister. Yeah. 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 Well, thank you. <laughs> anyway. How, how did um, you find out that Christmas... Uh, that Father... <laughs> the father christmas no longer exists <laughs> he's been killed um uh, well i mean i don't i do remember one christmas writing out the christmas list because i forgot to do it like a couple of nights before christmas mm. i'm like oh, oh shit oh shit writing it all down and i thought um i'm quite old now i'm i'm mature enough to uh, post it by myself without my mum and dad's help. And I just, I do quite clearly recall the thought process of me putting it in an envelope, trying to find a stamp. Yeah. Finding a stamp, writing Father Christmas, the North Pole. <laughs> and just thinking, this, this, this is, this is mental. And uh, so in 2014. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, that did actually happen. Apart from the 2014 bit. Did you then challenge your parents? Uh, yeah, to... Um... I don't mean like a gauntlet battle. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think I did. I just thought of, sort of sunk back into myself and thought, oh, there is no magic in the world. We're all going to die. You miserable git. I used to write notes for Father Christmas and we had a, we had a, um, a fire with a chimney at our old house. Mm-hmm. And if you held the letter, the little note up high enough it would fly up the chimney, if you see what I mean. So my dad wow. used to say, oh, you can write what you want for Christmas and then we, and then we'll send it up the chimney and it'll fly to the North Pole or something, bolts and bollocks like that. Anyway, so I wrote this list once of all the things that I wanted for Christmas huh. and my dad went to put it on the fire and deliberately dropped it in the fire and went, oh no, Father Christmas will never know what you want for Christmas now. <laughs> and I just, just burst out into tears. <laughs> And I had to be consoled by my mum, who had to write another another note for me. <laughs> there's no there's no way of that list ever being reproduced. No, that was that was it for that Christmas. Yeah, maybe that's why Father Christmas ended it all. Incidentally, Christmas at the Cobblies is um, is a less um, insane affair. We just sit around in a circle and eat nut roast because the majority of the Cobbly family are vegetarians. Mm-hmm, What's funny about nut roast? I've just thought about it. No, there's nothing funny about it's nut not. roast. It's just roast. It's just yeah. squished together nuts, roasted. I wonder how they make nut roast. I presume there's something that goes on. I mean, the... I don't think there's any way we can find out. I presume it's yeah. um, just something that happens at the KP factory, you know, when they're making the nuts. And oh, it's the... like a, a Christmas gesture from Dennis KP. <laughs>
the man who invented KP nuts. I'm guessing the nuts that fall down off the conveyor belts and gather in the dust on the floor. All right, so it's like nut scraps. Yeah, scraps of nuts. Nut scraps. Gathered up with the dust. That's catchier. Nut scraps. Mm-hmm, might not sell as well. <laughs> anyway, as I was saying... Hungry at Christmas? If I can try... try nut scraps. I can try and finish this one sentence. Oh. <laughs> Perhaps... I hate this sentence. <laughs> Perhaps the nut scraps are gathered up along with the dust, squished together, mm-hmm. and then popped in an oven for a bit, and then pour a bit of Bisto over the top, and, and hey, pre- presto, presto, Bob's your uncle, Bob's your uncle presto. Um, it, it's a nut roast. That's my sentence. I enjoyed it. I was, uh, you know, I was right? sceptical about it halfway yeah. through, which is yeah. why I interrupted it. Yeah. But now yeah. we've got to the end of it. I don't often know. get to complete them on this podcast. <laughs> That's scraps. I like it. Yeah, so that's what happens in the Cobbler residence anyway. And we we get out the skin balloon and pass it around and remember old Grandpa Cobbley. Oh, is he dead now? Oh, I'm no, like, no, he's, he's still alive. <laughs> but you prefer to remember him than to, than yeah. to talk to him. Yeah, we don't, we don't talk to him anymore. <laughs> <laughs> We've got his skin <laughs> bound tightly to some string and, and, and inflated with helium. With Christmas yeah. wrote over the top. Yeah. That's all we need, really. Mm. And, you know, that's... And we just... And, our, and our, that, that, and, and our memories. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's, um, it's a romantic scene. So you've got the Christmas balloon in your own place, though. Is it, like, uh, passed around? Like we, the school we pass hamster? it around, yeah, yeah. Like, pass the hamster, did you just say? Like the school hamster. Well, they, they said, like, pass the hamster. Well, pass the hamster <laughs> is a, a birthday game. <laughs> But we'll save that for our birthday episode. We'll save it for the, yeah, the birthday episodes. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. we know nothing about birthdays. We won't do a birthday episode. <laughs> Cobbly, mm. you know how when we are doing the Christmas crackers that we do? Mm. Well, no, but... Mm. How come you... I don't know where you're going with this. <laughs> how come you never put on the hat? Right, just start again. What? When we... When we are doing our Christmas crackers at Christmas... Yeah. <laughs> like we do. Yeah, like we do, yeah. Yeah. Why do you not put the hat on? Is it because of your quiff? Well, well, yeah. I'm a sensitive guy, Matt. If my, if my quiff gets damaged, I, I get embarrassed and I have to hide. I don't mind. I don't mind having the hat on. I think I look cool. I look like, I look, I think I look royal. <laughs> that's what I like at Christmas. Well, it damages your quiff. We don't, well, <laughs> you see, you're saying this like it's a kind of health warning. It damages... Your quiff. Damages your quiff. Makes you look like a tit. Makes you look like a tit. And it embarrasses me in front of my, my friends and family. Embarrasses you in front of friends and family. Well, I don't get embarrassed. I think it's fine. The level that I, I achieve embarrassment is obviously a lot less than the level that you might achieve embarrassment. Although, ironically, you're not wearing any trousers at the moment. <laughs> it's warm. Yeah. For, for Christmas. <laughs> for Christmas. <laughs> yeah. I've, I've had the heating on all, all day. Yeah. Don't you mean the uh, the log fire? I've had the, the log fire on all day. Had installed yeah. for Christmas. Would you like a chestnut? Y- yes, I would like a chestnut. Can I have it roasted, please? Yeah, I'll roast it on on the log fire. Wow, it's pretty cool, eh? Still, one thing that does annoy me about Christmas, and uh, I'm sure you'll be with me on this, because <laughs> this is uh, this is pretty broad stuff I'm going for now. What is it with carol singers? You're doing that shit comedian oh, no, thing again. again. Am I right? Ah, I you, can't stop. God. <laughs> Have you like been on stage recently or something and like 
your mind doesn't think that you've come off it? Or have you been watching a comedian on television and you've started fantasizing? Oh yeah, I've been watching a bit of uh, bit of the old Timmy Rust. <laughs> he does he does a really funny routine about uh, flies. He's I don't, like, don't want to like, hear it. I don't flies. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. Flying around. Well, that explains why you're behaving like so flies. weirdly today. I don't like Timmy Rust. Um, what? Sorry, I just said um. <laughs> I was trying to stop you finishing a sentence. <laughs> Succeeded. Yeah. Hey, so uh, every year I do this thing on uh, Facebook at Christmas where I invite people to uh, send me their home address and then to that address I will send them uh, Matt's made Christmas card. Um, personalised. Yeah, it's uh, personalised in so much as I write, I, I, I write on it personally i personally write on it i also write quite a lot of other things on them as well um yeah i usually like like getting your little christmas cards actually every year you never sent me one last year oh sorry mate you didn't abide by the system that matt needs to be requested a card system i think i did oh oh, sorry mate i forgive you i suppose oh it's a christmas forgiveness miracle (laughs) still i sort of think if anyone were to compile like all these cards into a compilation <laughs> then uh, it would be sufficient grounds to have me sectioned we'd, but uh we'd probably be able to solve the mystery that is matt corner yeah to be honest i but do I, sign them all with a real kiss i put <laughs> lipstick do. on my lips you do and I snog them uh some more passionately than others you can tell how much i like the person by how smudged the uh, lipstick is on the card there yeah. <laughs> some presumably some of the cards are just disintegrated piles of mush yeah that's probably what you got in the post <laughs> maybe the postman just thought it was rubbish and threw yeah. it away ah. <clears throat> well I've got no more Christmas anecdotes for you Matt none we've really well and truly mined this one haven't we you might as well go home there's nothing left no <laughs> come on there's got to be something else in this um, I could find some mistletoe <laughs> well let's not go there Matt some nettles let's not, let's not go there Matt <laughs> Uh, I was um, I was sifting through the TV listings earlier on online. Oh yeah, you like they do nowadays because people. Do you not get the Radio Times? Yeah, I do get the Radio Times. I was just trying to sound cool. I still get the Radio Times to look at what's on the TV. I don't think people are going to think you're cool just because you've been on the internet to look at <laughs> TV listings. So I was reading through the Radio Times earlier on. <laughs> You get two weeks of uh, TV listens in the Christmas edition, um, as opposed to the normal Radio Times, which only has one week. Great. I don't know why circulation is so low. Well, I think it's uh, marketed exclusively at you. <laughs> Probably is nowadays, seeing as everyone just looks at the TV listens online. All these crazy kids with the Tamagotchis and the <laughs> Lady Gagas. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, my point being, I was looking through the t- I was looking through the Radio Times earlier on. And um, there's a Christmas special of Inspector Morse on. Inspector Morse. Inspector Morse. Matt, you know what Inspector Morse is? It was that. It was I the popular. So. It was that popular detective TV show in the nineties. Uh, yeah, in the nineties. Um, Inspector Morse and Lewis, his little was assistant. It a bit like Inspector Frost. It was similar to Inspector Frost. Yes, it was on ITV. In, like, in fact, I think Inspector Frost was, wasn't it as well? Was it? Was that called? A touch of uh, Inspector Frost. <laughs> 
Yeah, anyway, Inspector Moss. You know what Inspector Moss is, and you're just plain fucking stupid. Well, what's, what happens in it? What do you do? He just solved murders. He was an inspector that solved murders. Anyway, the, it, was, like it was the most popular detective drama in the 90s, because the actor that played Inspector Moss decided to go on to other things. They killed Inspector Moss off. Oh, what was his gimmick then? Did he speak exclusively in Morse code? <laughs> no, that was just his name. Oh. But anyway, what I'm trying to say is that Inspector Morse died in the TV show, but then the actor himself that played Inspector Morse also died. Right. But the producers... It's just got to do with Christmas. It's a, it's a Christmas special of it, Matt. A new one. You just said the actor is dead. It, yeah, they, they brought him back a few years ago. What, the, the actor? Yeah, they, they brought him back, Inspector Morse. Because it was so popular in the 90s. What? The writers had loads of ideas for new stories, so they brought Inspector Morse back from the dead. Like, literally, in the TV series. And... In real life, they exhumed his corpse. That's a good idea, though. The actor, and they, they use like animatronics and stuff to, oh, right. to yeah. animate him. It's really good, and he solves murders still. I it makes sense to do that, doesn't it? If uh, you've got a really popular show and the actor yeah. dies, just keep him going. Keep him going. Keep him going. So, that, yeah, so that's what they've work. done. And there's a Christmas special of it this year. Well, that's good, isn't Inspector it? Inspector Moss. Well, we can watch that, can't we? In fact, why don't we tack it onto the end of this? It's on ITV, right? It's on ITV. Yeah, you yeah. go with what we've done in the past. So Well, it sounds fun. brilliant, Cobbly. I can't wait to see it. Would you like to hear my impression of a reindeer? Yeah. It's hey. good. <laughs> Merry Christmas! Is this your way of sort of signing off? <laughs> yeah, I was hoping... Oh, wait, wait, hold on, I was hold hoping on. You, I was hoping you cut it off there. Hold really. on, hold on. Before we stop, let's get this in the can. Cobbly's dreams. What have you dreamt about this week's dreams? Tell us about your dreams. Cobbly's dreams. What are you dreaming about, Cobbly's dreams? I wonder what they mean. And if there's one thing I wish were true, it's that I could have as many dreams as you. You fucking idiot. Cobbley's dreams section segment no, section. No, no. Oh, come on. No. no, in fact, no, I'll tell you what I'm dreaming about. What? I'm dreaming about ripping out your vital organs. <laughs> we said we wouldn't talk about this. It's time for you to leave. Spent ages making that. like to thank you once again, Moss, and your trusty sidekick, ever by your side, Lewis, for making my humble Christmas soiree another triumph. And of course, my good lady wife, Prune, for preparing this spectacular spread. Ah, the flesh on this turkey is simply delectable. That's all, Commissioner. There's nowhere me and Inspector Moss would rather be than at one of your fabled Christmas parties. Isn't that right, Inspector Moss? Inspector Moss! Deary me, might too much to drink, I think. Well, he is the world's greatest detective, after all. (laughs) (laughs) Well then, gentlemen, may I propose a toast? You may indeed, Prune. You may indeed. Then I'd very much like to raise a glass to Morse and Lewis and to all their sterling work bringing countless villains to justice. Ah, here, here. Hmm, Yes. Ah, uh, one second, chaps. Uh, 
Hello, Commissioner here. Yes. Mm-hmm. Ah, look, use your initiative, Jenkins. I'm having Christmas dinner, and it would help. It would really, really help if I wasn't being constantly interrupted by your ridiculous queries. <laughs> Police segues, indeed. <laughs> Oh, I do apologize. Now, uh, where were we? Ah, yes. Toasting the men of the hour. <laughs> I must say, Morse, when you were first exhumed from Rochdale Cemetery last July, I was a little skeptical about the whole affair. But now, hmm, I couldn't be happier. <laughs> You've put more criminals behind bars over the past six months than you ever did when you were alive. <laughs> <laughs> Inspector Morse. Oh, my. That bubbly's gone down well. You two appear to be all out. <laughs> so we are. <laughs> Not to worry, I'll wander over to the shops and get us another bottle. No oh, nonsense, darling. I'll go and get it. No, no, no. You boys can stay here and talk work while I'm away. But when I get back, we'll have to play some party games. Oh, around a Cluedo, is it? Oh, absolutely. Although I don't fancy our chances against Moss. <laughs> he is, after all, the world's greatest detective. Inspector <laughs> Moss. Righty-ho. I'll see you boys in a little bit. Don't go anywhere. Pass me another slice of Christmas cake, would you, Lewis? There's a good man. Here you go, Commissioner. Oh, look, it's seven o'clock. They'll be broadcasting your interview for ITV News in a moment. Ah, yes. Serious business, these serial killings. Put it on, put it on. And to get the latest on the ongoing so-called Santa Slayer murder investigation, murder correspondent Walter Limerick spoke with the Commissioner of Rochdale Police earlier today. Another four supermarket Santas abducted, forced to consume various Christmas decorations until death, and left under the Christmas tree in the town square. These aren't the kinds of reports you want to be waking up to on any day of the year, let alone Christmas Eve. Now, tell me, Commissioner, are you any closer to finding this killer? Are Rochdale police totally incompetent? Is anybody safe to leave their houses? <laughs> One question at a time, Mr. Limerick. <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll answer your first question first. <laughs> We've got a number of leads that we're uh, eagerly following up. A dedicated phone line has been set up for members of the public to call in to report any suspicious behavior or uh, information that might lead to the capture of this serial killer. And we've drafted in extra officers from as far afield as uh, Oldham to uh, bolster the front line. That's all very well, Commissioner, but all of these measures are things your police department put into place days ago. The public needs to know what else, if anything, you've been doing while this killer has been allowed to run rings around you and your bolstered front line. <laughs> well, 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 now, Walter, I, I, I'm sure it suits your news organization to paint us all as idle, blathering simpletons, but I can assure you that we're putting every resource at our disposal into use. And not only that, but as of this afternoon, we've assigned Inspector Morse, the world's greatest detective. Inspector Morse? Isn't he dead? Well, yes. But he's back. And if there's one man who can smoke this serial-killing rabbit out of his warren of depravity, it's Moss. In the meantime, the death toll continues to rise. Has Rochdale Police failed the public? Look, look, as, I, as I've already mentioned... What are you mentioned, going to do next? As I've just said, we're, What's we're, your next we're doing everything we can to... Who is safe? ...to detect this crime, to, to, to find the killer... How many more and, Father um, Christmases uh, have to die? Well, no, 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 no. Bravo, Commissioner. I think you did an excellent job, especially with Walter Limerick at your neck like that. What do you think, Moss? Inspector Moss. Well, well, it's like I always say, just give it to him straight. That's what journalists hate. (laughs) (laughs) 
Ah, terrible business, this Santa Slayer saga. The heartlessness of it. Do you know, Lewis, he even has the gall to take his victim's false beard as some kind of sick trophy for himself? Hmm? It's like something straight out of an horror film. I'm putting my faith in you, Morse. Moss, 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 Moss. Right, well, uh, if you'll excuse me, uh, I'm just nipping off to the little boys' room. <laughs> Need to drain me cock. Right home. Hmm. So, Moss, 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 the world's greatest detective. <laughs> Tell me, Moss, not uh, courting at the moment, are you? Inspector. Moss. Still married to the job, I suppose. Still don't know where I'd be without my prune. The old girl sinned me through thick and thin, I can tell you. She's my rock. Ever tried these dating applications, Moss? They're all the rage nowadays. Don't have the stigma that they used to. Oh, no, no, no. You know, they say um, one in four relationships begin on a uh, dating application. It's all very modern, you know. Very, uh, very you come to think of it. Moss? Moss, everything okay? As I was saying, the um, the dating applications, they're, um... What are you... A little bit in my uh, close personal space here, Moss. Uh, oh, dear me, I've got, got a bit of the old bad breath stink there, Moss. Um, like a cat's died in there. Care for a mint? I tell you what, I didn't half need that. Must have pissed half my body weight out. I feel like a new... Oh. Holy shit. Inspector Morse? Morse, what the fuck have you done? You're, you're eating the commissioner's face. Oh my god. So much blood. Morse, stop it! Stop it! Look, look, look. Look, I need to think about this. Right, you... Get off him! Come on! Look, I don't understand. I can't... I can't cope with this. You're meant to be the world's greatest detective, Moss. You're meant to be finding the Santa Slayer. You're not a bloody zombie. What's come over you? Right. Uh, okay. We can work this out. I mean, maybe maybe you just got confused. Maybe, maybe like, uh, that must be it. Yeah. Listen, Moss, we can't let anyone know about this. Are you listening to me? Inspector Moss! Well, good. Now, I'm sure we can work something out later, but for now, we're going to have to buy ourselves some time. Yes, we just need a little bit of time. That's all it is. You need a clear head, Moss. There's a killer to catch, and you can't go to prison. You're the world's greatest detective, after all. The world's greatest detective. We've got to hide the commissioner before Prune gets back. Well, just tell her he got called into work. Yes, and, and, I, and I'll wrap him up in this carpet and stick him in the boot of my car. You've got me in some scrapes in the past, but nothing like this, Moss. Stop it! This is serious now, Moss! Stop eating his leg! Oh, wipe that blood off your face! Right, you stay here, and I'll take him to the car. Just just don't touch anything. Huh? Inspector Moss! Get you in the carpet! Come on, Commissioner! Ooh. Oh, dear. 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 O
wish you a Merry Christmas. I say, you there with the carpet. Merry Christmas. Yeah, Merry Christmas and a Happy New oh, Year. Bugger. Oh, bollocks. No shit. Oh, uh, yes, hello. Um, Seasons, tidings and, uh, and goodwill. <laughs> Just a bit busy at the moment. Don't mind me. <laughs> We're collecting money on behalf of St. Holger Wholesale Folks Retreat, of which us three are residents. But you wouldn't think to look at us, would you? (laughs) Yes, yes. How's about a good old Christmas ballad to warm the old cockles on this cold Christmas Eve? You look like you need a bit of cheering up, mate. (laughs) Well, I'm in a bit of a rush. Uh, Maybe some other time. (laughs) Oh, okay. Well, perhaps we can help you with that heavy carpet there. Christmas spirit and all that. No, no. Don't come any closer! All right, all right. Christmas Grinch. (laughs) Have it your way. We're just trying to do our bit. Oh, I say, that carpet. Look, Herb, it's it's drizzling with blood. Oh, shit. What? Uh, Oh, uh, no, it's not blood. No, it's not blood. It's it's, it's jelly. It's jelly. Good old Christmas jelly. Spilled some on the carpet and just about to take it to dry cleaners. Let me just get it in the car. (laughs) Shit! A bloke's just rolled out of the carpet, and his face and part of his legs missing. Oh my god, is he dead? He, do- he doesn't look so good. I do say, what, what have you done to that poor man? It, it, it's okay. It's fine. It's, it's just the jelly. He's had a bit too much jelly. I mean, to drink. And jelly. I'm calling the police, right? This doesn't look right at all. No, no, don't do that! Look, there's a perfectly good explanation for all of this. Everyone just, just, just... Oh... Oh, God. Hello? No, no, he can't come to his phone right now. He's he's just in the bathroom. I can take a message. I'm going to take a close look at that fella. Get away! Yes? What? The Santa Slayer struck again? Mate, I know CPR. Just let's have a crack. Well, you just... Sorry, not you. Carry on. And the media want to do an emergency press conference tonight. Outside his house. I see. Right. Look, I'm not going to let you tell me what to do. Might be old, but there's some use in me yet. No, wait, no! Look, look, I'm going to have to go. Get off him, you old bastard! He's fine! Oh my god, he's thrown Raymond into the canal! Oh my goodness! I can't swim! Help me! You murderer! Murderer! Shut up, you old harpy! Just, just, just shut up! Ah. Help! Somebody, quickly! Come to our aid! He... he Get off him! Get off him! Murderer! Just, just, just be quiet! If everyone just stays quiet, we can work this whole thing out and nobody else has to die! Now, I'm going to tie you up now, you two, just until all this blows over. Oh, God. Oh, God. There we go. Now, just get in the car, love. Come on. We need to get you out of here before Prune and the media show up. And now you, uh, sir. I'm sorry about this, but I, I just... just... Inspector Moss! Go inside, Inspector! Inspector Moss! Can't you see I'm busy cleaning up your mess? Moss. Moss. Bugger, not the phone again. Hello? Commissioner, is that you? It's Prune. Oh, um, <clears throat> uh, yes, here's yeah, me, um, da- darling. Just ringing to say that they've only got that Liebfrau Milch wine stuff that you're not that keen on. Would that be all right? Um, g- capital, absolutely spiffy what? 
Um, okay. I'll be back in ten minutes. Love you, love you. Ten minutes? Come on, Lois. You can still do this. I can still do it. Oh, my God, Moss! What are you doing, Moss? Moss. You've eaten that pensioner's head! Stop eating everyone! Oh, God! Just, just get off him! We're going to have to move quickly. Will you at least help me get all of these bodies into the car? The media is coming, Moss. The media! What the fuck is going on here? Oh, Christ. Um, oh, um, look, I can explain. It's not what it looks like. Really, it's not. I'm just, um, I'm just... That parking is fucking shocking, mate. Well outside the regulations there. See the angle there? Oh, you're a traffic warden, right. Okay. Well, I'm not bloody Father Christmas, am I? Now, I ought to be the one to do this, but I'm very much afraid this one is a clamper. Now, it's not the end of the world. You'll have to ring up after Christmas and pay a fine. But in the meantime, fortunately, I've got my mobile Clampomatic 2000 with me. There we go, all clamped up nice, sir. Uh, maybe next time you'll think a bit more carefully about the angle of the road. Deary me. Oh, my word. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. Could it be Inspector Kerbert Morse, the world's greatest detective? Oh, this is made my Christmas. Here, don't suppose I could trouble you for an autograph, Inspector? Inspector Morse! Whoa, whoa, all right, mate. I was only asking. Jesus bloody Christ. You have a Merry Christmas. I guess it's right what it's said about meeting your heroes. The car's clamped. Right. Okay. Everyone in the house. Everyone, come on. Not much time. I need more time. I need more time to think. I need more time. Come on, come on, come on, quick. Right. Let's get the commissioner back inside. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Gotta get him back on his chair and then. Moss, what are you doing? Stop chewing on the curtains. You're meant to be the world's greatest detective. World's greatest detective. <laughs> right, I'll just put this lampshade on the dead geriatric. Yes, that'll be fine. <laughs> I'll think of what to do with him later. Moss, sit at the table. Inspector Moss! Now look, I haven't got time for any more of that from you. We're going inside, and you're going to shut up while I think everything through. Come on, you stupid old hag. So fed up of old carol singers. Oh, and Moss is eating the commissioner again. Moss! Boys, where's the front door wide open? What in the blazes? What, what's happening here? Commissioner, why is Mrs. Puppet from down the road all tied up and gagged? What's happened to my curtains? Why, why are you ignoring me? Oh, oh, there you go, Mrs. Boppet. Let's get this gag off you. Murderer! He's a murderer! Murderer? Who's a murderer? Commissioner, what the hell is she talking about? C- Commissioner? Oh, oh my... Your, your face, it's... it's... I, I, um, I've got to go. I've, I've just got a thing. Just, um, yeah, bye. Oh, you stay right there. What? 
What the hell have you done? I'm I'm sorry. I'm 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 so sorry. I've got to go. Bye. Ah, Lewis Holbright. Walter Lemerith, ITV News. You might be able to shed some light on this before we speak to the commissioner. Ah, <laughs> uh, Mr. Holbright. Earth to Sergeant Lewis. Uh, it was him. It was all him. He killed Herb and tried to disguise him as a lampshade. And he ripped the commissioner's face off. Murderer! And he tried to drown me and all. Inspector Morse? Oh, crikey, Inspector Morse, the world's greatest detective. <laughs> Thank goodness. <laughs> Arrest that man! <laughs> and if you're just joining us, this is ITV News, and I'm Len Ligament. And I'm told we can go directly now to Rochdale Town Square, where Inspector Morse, the world's greatest detective, is being handed the keys to the city. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it is my absolute pleasure to be here this Christmas day to honour the remarkable achievements of one of our town's most celebrated citizens. Inspector Morse, your commitment to bringing the wicked serial killer Lewis Hobright to justice, even in spite of your past long-standing working relationship, reflects an integrity without parallel. This city can sleep safer tonight in the knowledge that that ruthless supervillain is now behind bars. So, without further ado, I hereby bequeath the key to the city of Rochdale to you, Inspector Moss, the world's greatest detective. A round of applause, please. Speech! 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 Now, Morse, say a few words for the good people. Uh, Inspector Morse. It's like a little act, really. Funny, like Inspector Morse, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's, you know, he's my kind of guy. Don't take a laugh too seriously. You relate to him, but he's so much... Yeah. But at the yeah. same time, you can tell that. he's, like, really clever. Yeah. But it's like a man of the people. Like, you could go for a pint with him, couldn't you? And you wouldn't right. think, like, he's too clever. Like, you know, yeah, yeah, you, yeah, you yeah, wouldn't yeah. think he was, like, looking down to us. Like, you could, you could have a chat to him, couldn't you? Yeah. Make him make some nice um, cup of tea. Moss. Make it-